which is death for bonds and high P.E. stocks. And they got whacked. The train was coming around the railroad tracks. Jerome Powell was blasting the horn, get off the tracks. Not even Silicon Valley Bank got off the tracks. They stayed right on them, got run over by rising interest rates, lost a ton of money on their U.S. treasuries, their long-term U.S. treasuries. And then, of course, last year, early in the year, it looked like the Fed was going to pivot to a uh, at least a stable interest rate environment. And the market gets all excited a year in advance. The market moves a year in advance of what's going to happen down the road. And so last year, we have a spectacular year in the market. We're off to a good start this year. We'll go through uh, the valuation on the market right now. That That's that's an issue. Uh, the overbought nature of the market, that's an issue. Uh, but some of these tech stocks that reported last week, uh, some of the best uh, reports I've ever seen. Uh, NVIDIA still holds the record, though, Barry, for for report. But coming in a very still, close yeah. second now. Especially since they continued to follow it up. Yes, if I had an honor wall here with the greatest <laughs> earnings reports of all time. Well, you'd have to go back to uh, uh, during COVID, uh, Zoom, right? Zoom at all, and Peloton, because all these people were stuck right. in their houses, pumping uh, their bicycle inside. They couldn't go outdoors to the gym, and they were on Zoom doing all their meetings. Those were some monster reports, but the report by NVIDIA, oh, two quarters ago, or it might have been the last, very last quarter, and the report by Meta on Thursday, unbelievable. Now, do you know that that report by Meta, that was the biggest one-day market cap gain in the history of the market? Yeah, it's a big company moving, what, 20% or, or more? Yeah, that, that, that equates to $200 billion in one day, okay? That's equal to seven Snapchats. Snapchat's about a $35 billion company with no growth anymore. And uh, Facebook or Meta with their uh, what Instagram, Sna- uh, uh, Instagram, well, what is it? Uh, WhatsApp, 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 yeah. and Facebook, 3.1 billion users, almost one half of the world. How much are that? How much is that real estate worth with all those eyeballs looking at Facebook every day? Uh, I mean, they just had a monster report, and I wrote in my uh, newsletter over the weekend. And we hopefully have an article coming out here later today. You know, the day before Meta was reported, and we own Meta. Meta is one of our 20 chosen stocks. Many are cold, but few are chosen, right, Mary? We call them (laughs) through the, through the app, and then I, I make those final decisions, uh, through the technical analysis and whatnot. Uh, so anyways, uh, Meta was one of the chosen 20 in our, we bought it last July, uh, and, uh, it's done very well for us. It's up about 60%. Question is, what about now? Okay. So now the day before its earnings report, we had it at 85% upside, uh, with upside potential and the momentum was there. So overall it was ranked number 16 in the best stocks now app out of 5,400. And the proof is in the pudding. We were buying it either late, you know, several days before their report for new clients that did not own it. Every once in a while, when a stock looks good again that we already own, I go through all the clients and make sure everybody owns it. 
And uh, we filled up to the brim right before that report. Now the big question is, and I want you to read my article today, because I'm not going to give you the answer. What is the stock worth now? How much did the earnings expectations go up? What kind of a multiple can be put? What does the five-year growth rate look like? I updated it this morning, fresh. The ink is still wet, uh, and uh, it's in the article that will hopefully come out uh, later today. It may even be out now. I don't know. We have to track it. Uh, I haven't had a chance. I submitted it this morning. Uh, our article is, "What? Where Does Meta Facebook Go From Here? Uh, and then in the meantime, as I said, uh, the market uh, is off to a down start today uh, to begin a new week. But here's what jumps off the page to me. Lily is up 5.4%, breaking out to a new all-time high. We saw a couple, we've seen a few articles lately that these weight loss stocks will be the first trillion-dollar drug companies. Well, I would say Lilly's going to get there with ease. Lilly is already $670 billion. Yeah, and it's reporting, actually, uh, I think they report tomorrow. So this uh, the only real news I can see is you know, maybe some hype going into their number based on Novo Nordisk's <laughs> good report last week. Well, and there is other news that I did see underneath the surface of the market. Novo Bought, uh, is yeah. buying Catalent. And Catalan is a manufacturer, which is telling you that Nova has so much demand for Wagovi. They're expanding that uh, supply chain. Yeah, they bought the supplier thinking that we we can pump them out faster. And how many times do you see when a company buys another company, like Novo, is buying Catalan, Novo's up 3.1%. Yeah, you, you rarely see a you know a buyer. Um, you know, it's really the reasoning they're they're buying is that their demand is so high. So, so you got a couple of stocks here that are in the prime of their life, but I think it even gets better from here. Novo's a 530 billion dollar company, or a 500. Yeah, it would have to double to become a trillion dollar company, but I think that's well within. Uh, the realm of possibilities going forward over the next three to five years, unless there's all of a sudden some kind of big, giant adverse effects uh, coming from these drugs. But the fact of the matter is, is these drugs have been around for a long time. Yeah, they're not new. No, I mean, they've been used for diabetes, which is also, look at Novo. I mean, you know what? how fast diabetes is growing in the world? Uh, I was listening to a guy here recently. I think he was on with Tucker Carlson. He said it was rare to have a child come in with childhood diabetes. Now it's like 30 40% of children are already developing diabetes. So you know what? The number one diabetes stock in the world is Novo Nordisk, and now it's a weight loss stock. Uh, so there's a couple of stocks, despite a down day in the market, we have a huge gain because those two are our biggest positions at Gunderson Capital Management. Now, when we come back, we got to look back at Friday uh, before we move on. Amazon, Meta, and Decker's Outdoor. They saved the earnings. Yeah, they saved the earnings days. Yes, and then I want to look uh, at who's going to report this week. Uh, we're 50% through earnings season. And then I want to give you a little update on where we're at now in this current earnings season. Because if the market's going to continue to go higher, 
those earnings expectations that at least need to hold where they're at now, but even better, go up from here. We'll be right back. to the uh, second quarter of today's Best Stocks Now show. Well, I did. I submitted the article three hours ago. Nothing yet, Barry, but uh, I did send out a, a pre, uh, uh, I did send out the article to uh, our 21,441 followers on Seeking Alpha. Uh, so they have it. Uh, and uh, if, if you become a follower on Seeking Alpha, from time to time, I do send out. Uh, I send. I have a blog spot on there that if I uh, make some comments about the market or I have a new article, I can send it out to my followers, uh, which there's twenty one thousand four hundred and forty one right now at Seeking Alpha. Okay, yeah, now they, they put you on record. That's right. <laughs> you know what? I stick my neck on the line. Boy, the bond market's getting hammered today. Just hammered. Uh, for the second day in a row, it's because of that hot jobs report on Friday, and, and, uh, and uh, no rate uh, cuts. Powell, and this week, looking at uh, you know, you know, you're going to preview some earnings, but you know, looking at the economic calendar, it's nothing but uh, Fed speak. I mean, oh. I, I couldn't count the number of. Uh, so, you know, last night you had uh, I think Powell on 60 Minutes. Um, like I said, now there's only a, I think there's an eighty something by eighty five percent chance that there's no move in March, um, uh, which you know, at least uh, from a market standpoint, had uh, some of them had priced in. And there's one, two, three, four. We're gonna get uh, at least twelve different Fed speaking speakers. Well, I'll be hunkered. <laughs> I'll be hunkered down in my bunker all week. Uh, keyed in on individual stocks, not what they're saying out there because it'll drive you nuts. Uh, okay, on Friday the Dow was up 369. The Nasdaq was up uh, 198. It was a monster day uh, for three of our stocks. Meta, which best day ever as far as market cap gain in the history of the market. Amazon had a huge gain on Friday, and Decker's had a huge gain on Friday. Hoka, hoka, hoka. They all sort soared to new all-time highs. Uh, the market is very expensive here, however. Okay, the uh, as of Friday now, the forward PE on the S and P 500. Let's see, where is it at right now? It's at 21.6. The PE is 22.4. The forward PE is 21.6. I think it believe, belongs somewhere in the 19 area. So the market would have to contract quite a bit to get it down to the 19 area, which I think is probably a likely scenario at some point. Or the earnings would have to expand quite a bit. That's a lot harder to do uh, uh, than, uh, than uh, seeing the market contract. Okay, That seems like the course of least resistance. Uh, no, that doesn't mean you've got to sell everything and, and get out of the way. But look, from time to time, markets contract. Uh, markets uh, settle down. We've had a, a red hot run. It could continue. Also, 
I've seen markets get way more expensive than where it's at right now, but it is pretty rich, okay? I have to admit it. It's a very richly priced market right now. Now, earnings, okay? Here's where we're at right now. We have uh, 46% of the S&P 500 companies have reported. 72% have beat their earnings estimates. Another 65 have beat their sales estimates. Uh, as of last Friday, we were looking for a 1 per, 1.6% drop in earnings this quarter. Versus That's for the whole S&P 500. But guess who reported this past week? The tech stocks kicked in. Now we're looking for a 1.6% gain in earnings. Uh, you know, that just shows you these mediocre sectors like the banks and a lot of the financials that have already reported they always start earning season off. So earning season was off to a really poor start, I thought. But kind of a crunch. Yeah, they say I feel like they saved the earning season at this point. Absolutely. But yeah, you have to say that well, it was the mediocre stocks that were reporting earnings for the first several weeks. Now, last week we got into the blockbusters, uh, and this week we're going to get into some more. So right now, uh, forward P.E., 21.6, very, very rich. We're going to get another 104 S&P 500 stocks reporting this week. So I know we've had McDonald's. We'll get to that in the second half of the show. I know we've had Caterpillar. Uh, You know, both of these are not exactly, they're not best stocks now, I can tell you that. Uh, But they are important stocks uh, this week, okay, let's take a look at this week. Palantir today, McDonald's, uh, Caterpillar, Tyson Foods is already reported, Estee Lauder already reported, pretty boring day today. Tomorrow, Ford, <laughs> not too exciting there. Cava, uh, GE Healthcare, Gilead, uh, BP, Amgen. And by the way, hey, there's news on Amgen that, they're coming along they have with their one. weight yeah. loss drug. Well, I just want the one that lets me eat all I want and not gain weight and lose weight, right? Eat all you want. <laughs> now, that's not how Wagovi and uh, Monjero work. They just take away your appetite. Uh, and you're just not thinking about food all the time. And, you know, I have friends that have lost 70 pounds on the, on the Monjero especially. But Amgen has a new one, supposedly. They'll be giving us an update tomorrow. DuPont will report tomorrow. That's a big dud. Enphase will report tomorrow. That's a big dud. Lily will report tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe that's why it's blowing up here today. I don't know. Chipotle, a very good stock, will report tomorrow. And Spotify who just signed Joe Rogan. How come Spotify doesn't sign us up? Uh, yeah, an two, for 200 and something million dollars. I'd do it for was. a couple million. <laughs> they could get a real bargain on me. <laughs> Wednesday, Alibaba. Yeah, does anybody care about Alibaba anymore? Disney. Does anybody care about Disney anymore? Uh, also reporting Arm Holdings, PayPal. It's a dud. Uh, Roblox. Arm will be interesting now that they're, you know, they're yeah. some of their first early few reports after, remember, they were private for so long. Wind Resorts. Can you imagine the atmosphere in Las Vegas this week and uh, <laughs> yeah. leading up to the Super you would imagine. Is there another city that would, you know, I mean, it's just going to be parties and 
people getting together and hooting and hollering. It's, it seems well made for for the Super Bowl. I it guess, seems right? like and the perfect new, place new stadium. Yeah. for the Super Bowl. Yum Brands will report. Boy, these are a bunch of stinkers. McKesson, Paycom, Hilton. Oh, Hilton's a good yeah, one. Mattel. Go. Now on Thursday, Philip Morris, which of course uh, is a dying industry in more ways than one. Kenview, Conoco, Pinterest. Cloudflare, that's a good one, Cloudflare. AstraZeneca, Under Armour, Baxter, Hog, Harley-Davidson. I I read that Harley-Davidson is going to start making electric bikes and stuff to try to get younger people uh, on board. Uh, Pepsi's going to report on Friday. It's a dud. So anyways, those are the stocks uh, and companies uh, that will report uh, this week. Now, let's end on this on this sad note here. You know what the global debt is now? $224 trillion. What was it 10 years ago? $150 trillion. Man. What was it 20 years ago? $75 trillion. The debt, global debt, has tripled uh, over the last 20 years. Is it sustainable? We'll find out. We'll be right back. They don't pay. I mean, uh, he told me that a senior engineer starting at Boeing starts at ninety grand a year. You know, Barry, a, a you and and a worker. He he's also interviewed at Amazon. Okay, a worker at an Amazon factory coming out of the army about one hundred twenty grand a year. Why would you go to work at Boeing? They're offering forty to sixty grand to start. Forty to. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you, I'm just an observer. I report back what I hear, and uh, it just makes me wonder if that's why they have such a have had so much issue, have so many issues. I mean, you can make forty grand at McDonald's making Big Macs. We'll be right back. But I must use the wrong line. I've been on the right trail, but I must use the wrong call. Hit us in a bad place, and I wonder what's good for. This is Bill Gunderson, Professional Money Manager and Chief Investment Officer at Gunderson Capital Management. Many of my listeners are still in the accumulation phase of their lives. They continue to contribute to their retirement or savings accounts. Along with their contributions, they still need for their portfolios to grow. They need to be in the best asset classes for growth now. They don't have time to miss nine-year bull markets or be in the wrong places. I manage both an aggressive growth and a conservative growth portfolio for these folks. It seeks out the best growth stocks that I can find at any given point in time. These portfolios are carefully tended to by me on a daily basis. These two portfolios are also unconstrained. They are active, not passive. They can go anywhere in the world to find the best growth opportunities. At times, they may be in cash or have some inverse hedges if I think that the market is too expensive or the economy is headed into recession. Is your main objective still accumulation or growth? I'm on it. Contact us at GundersonCapital.com or call us at 855-611-BEST. Hello, this is Barry Kite with Gunderson Capital. As a seasoned financial planning practitioner and chartered financial analyst, I'm here to help you with retirement planning needs, portfolio allocation reviews, and income generation strategies. 
All too often, financial advisors are only concerned with the specific assets they have been tasked to manage, with no regard for the purpose of their clients' other investment accounts. At Gunderson Capital, we have refined a holistic approach to planning and portfolio construction, with a focus on ensuring all of your investment assets are working in tandem to satisfy your financial goals. Whether you're retired, approaching retirement, or still in the accumulation phase, we are here to navigate the inherent risks of the market and help you meet your financial planning objectives. If you haven't had a financial review in a while or would like to learn more about our planning process, I encourage you to give me a call at 855-611-BEST. That's 855-611-2378. This is Bill Gunderson, CEO and Chief Investment Officer at Gunderson Capital Management. During my career in the industry, I've talked with thousands of investors. Everyone has their own unique level of risk, tolerance, and objectives for their investments. On the one hand, they all know that they need either income or growth, but they have no specific plan to achieve it. That is why we have developed four different custom portfolios that address these issues. Having all your money in cash may be a good sleep-at-night solution, but you're losing out to the inflation termites daily. The next step up on the risk ladder would be holding an individual bond portfolio. The next rung up from that would be our dividend and growth portfolio. This portfolio is made up of high-quality stocks that pay a dividend or still growing their earnings. From there, we have our premier and ultra-growth portfolios. These are custom-designed and meticulously managed to give you the opportunity for growth during your accumulation years. To talk to us about a custom design, you can call us at 855-611-BEST or visit our website at GundersonCapital.com. This is Bill Gunderson. I have been a professional money manager for the last 23 years. I was there when the bursting of the dot-com bubble took 80% out of the NASDAQ and many retirement portfolios. I was there in 2008 when the financial crisis took 53% out of the S&P 500. The market has been going up since 2009 as earnings for the S&P have gone from $60 per share in 2009 to roughly $220 per share in 2023. What will 2024 and 2025 bring? I write a weekly newsletter called Best Stocks Now. I update my fundamental and technical outlooks for the overall markets every week. This newsletter goes out to my clients and subscribers only, but I'm offering two free weeks for anyone who asks. Go to my website at GundersonCapital.com. That's GundersonCapital.com. And if you'd like for us to review your current portfolio, call us at 855-611-BEST. One day, I'll teach chemistry to kids. I'm going to be an architect. My dream is to be a chef. This is a world of possibilities. A world in which people who put their minds to something can really make a difference. My goal is to help the environment. Someday, I'll find a cure for cancer. At the U.S. Department of Education's Office of Federal Student Aid... We believe that aspiring minds can achieve anything. So we dedicate ourselves to making sure everyone has an opportunity to go to college. Each year, we provide more than $150 billion in grants, loans, and work-study funds, making higher education possible for anyone at any stage of life. I can go back to college. I can change careers. I can make a difference. Federal Student Aid, proud sponsor of the American Mind. Learn more about money for college at studentaid.gov.
And welcome back here to the uh, final segment of today's Best Stocks Now show. Uh, we did update our uh, outlook for the market, our 12-month target price. Uh, we went through all of the uh, charts of the major uh, asset classes in the market over the weekend. We updated our portfolios, which are off to a very good start here in 2024. To get two free weeks of the newsletter, go to GundersonCapital.com. Boy, it's a terrible day for the uh, big uh, Dow, stodgy old stocks. Dow down 412 right now. Uh, and the bond market getting hammered today with a, a rise of 12 basis points, up to 4.16% today. Now let's go through some of these companies uh, that have reported. There's some. There's the good, the bad, and there's some really. There was a really ugly one on Friday uh, that I want to talk about a little bit because of the ramifications there. Uh, Nvidia adds to recent gains as Goldman Sachs boosts its target price. Well, you always want to own stocks if you can. Uh, with target prices going up and earnings expectations going up, Nvidia is probably one of the greatest examples of that. Their last two quarters, earnings up 429% two quarters ago. The most recent quarter, earnings up 593%. Uh, And then you've had sales up 101% uh, two quarters ago. And this past quarter, up two, tripled. Their their sales tripled. They will report in uh, a couple of weeks on February the 21st. Hertz Global hits the brakes on EV plans with Polestar Automotive. Well, I mean, was it Hertz that sold all the Teslas, or was it uh, Avis that sold all no, the Teslas? No, it was, uh, yeah, Hertz, no, Hertz. So that, that's a second, uh, that's a second at least, uh, move that they've made in the uh, in the electric vehicle space. So I don't think Polestar is going to survive myself. Here's your biotech of the day. You know, this is pretty big news, actually, FDMT. Uh, is up 72%. What's the number one cause of people having to go in nursing homes? Macular degeneration, going blind. And uh, first Regeneron came along with the big product named Correct. Ilea. We did very well with Regeneron back then. Uh, this 4D molecular therapeutics uh, has... Uh, uh, very good results coming from a wet age-related macular degeneration uh, drug, well-tolerated with a favorable safety profile, uh, no significant inflammation. Uh, a high dose resulted in an 89% reduction in the annualized anti-VEGF injection rate. The company plans to initiate a five, phase three clinical trial in the first quarter of 2025. This is a microcap. It's only 1.3 billion. It's in the Silicon Valley. Uh, the symbol is FDMT. I put it on my watch list because I've always known that, you know, that's one of the holy grails is that macular degeneration. And of course, ILEA helped a lot. Uh, that's Regeneron, and now they're looking to hopefully even make it uh, even a better drug. Now, the one that I got to talk about from last Friday, New York Community Bank. It got absolutely clobbered. It was down 45% uh, in two days. Uh, bad credit risk. They're writing off uh, another, they're writing off, uh, they increased their allowance for credit losses on their loans. 
Uh, and uh, man, I just I wouldn't own a bank stock. The only one I would own is J.P. Morgan. Uh, everything right, else, yeah. I don't think I would own, and we don't. I can't remember the last bank stock that I own. Uh, they're not very good growth companies to begin with. Uh, and if the economy starts to turn, look at what happened to them in 08 and 09. It's almost uh, like they need perfect, you know, a certain perfect set of uh, of, uh, of conditions, and you know, it seems few and far between. Yeah. So, anyways, that's a little shocking. There, uh, that's a mid-cap bank uh, losing forty-five percent of its value. Are we going to get another banking crisis like we got last year with Silicon Valley and a few others? McDonald's reports that's part of the big loss in the uh, Dow today. Uh, McDonald's is down three point nine percent. That's not a good chart at all on McDonald's. We don't own uh, McDonald's. They beat by twelve cents, but their revenue missed. I waited 20 minutes on Saturday for a burnt egg McMuffin, Barry. And, <laughs> oh, uh, that's probably why the stock is down. Not even the cat would eat it. He turned his nose up at it. He usually likes a nice egg. Uh, I threw it back oh, in the back seat to him. He wouldn't even touch the thing. <laughs> Anyways, I, look, I'm just a regular guy, boots on the ground, uh, you know. Uh, anyways, Caterpillar, uh, they report. That's a Dow stock, too. Caterpillar is up. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I think with China economy, I don't think I'd be real hot on cat right now. Estee Lauder, which, uh, you know, has gotten beaten up by a lot of these discounters. Estee Lauder Dude, was once a, They've gotten clobbered. Yeah. yeah, but it's screaming today. It's up 13%. Yeah, I know. I figured Elf would uh, would benefit from it, and and, and they're not uh, really. But uh, yeah, that was what the heck. And then Tyson Foods is the last one we'll mention here. It's up two percent on rising chicken prices. So okay, there you go. It's it, we're off to the races here this week. I would say that one of the biggest factors this week, and it's a factor today for sure, is the Fed. Uh, and Fed speakers, and uh, talking down uh, any kind of rate cuts. Maybe May, maybe June, maybe in there somewhere, and the market's throwing another hissy fit today. Uh, But don't forget, last week it threw a hissy fit on Wednesday, and then it stormed back and gained everything it lost uh, on Wednesday, and then some between Thursday and Friday. Watch for our new article out. Meta, where does it go from here? Is it still a buy? Uh, are we downgrading it to a sell here at this level? Uh, we'll, that's in uh, an article that will uh, hopefully will be coming out later today. Uh, and uh, if you'd like to get two free weeks of the newsletter, go to GundersonCapital.com. We did a review of last week. It was a whale. It was a whale of a week in <laughs> a the market. News. It was the, definitely the busiest week in a long time in the market. Uh, so you should get updated on that. Uh, you should get updated on the target price for the S&P 500, uh, the current valuations on the market. We have to be very aware of that right now. Uh, should you have some hedges right now against these high uh, high valuations? Well, look at Sark today. Sark is up uh, right now 4.2%. It's inverse Kathy Wood. Uh, and, uh, you know, her arc has sprung a big leak with Tesla as it's, uh, as it's uh, really her main holding. All right. 
to call us, get uh, set up an appointment, 855-611-BEST, 855-611-BEST, or go to the, get the newsletter at GundersonCapital.com. Have a great day, everybody. This show is not a solicitation to buy or sell any securities. Bill Gunderson or clients of Gunderson Capital Management may have long or short positions in stocks mentioned during the show. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. Gunderson Capital Management is a fee-based registered investment advisory firm. All accounts are held at Charles Schwab. Schwab is a member of SIPC and FINRA.